Welcome to the TuckCast with a splash of bourbon presented by Tuckasichi Fly Shop with locations in Bryson City and Silver, North Carolina. Be sure to follow the crew on Facebook at Tuckasichi Fly Shop, Instagram at Tuck Fly Shop, and YouTube at Tuckasichi Fly Shop for the latest information and instructional videos. Be sure to visit TuckFlyShop.com for all things fly fishing in Western North Carolina and beyond. Remember, the online store is always open. Here in our Silver Studios today, we have Coach Dell Diesel Collins. Bobby, the bearded wonder Bennett, and I'm your host, Shannon, Big Mess Messer. Thanks for listening to the Tuck Cast with a splash of bourbon. And let's get into today's crazy episode and see what kind of shenanigans the crew gets into. Yeah. All right, hey. all right, all right. Y'all remember back when Super Bowl commercials were good? Yes. Was that? Yeah. No, that, that, that wasn't that great. I mean, that was back then. It didn't say it was great. Right. But it was back then. Yeah. Is your mic on? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Thank you. That's better. With that. That's much better. Thank you. Yeah, the Bartles and James commercials are pretty good. And then you had the uh, Budweiser Frogs. Bud- yeah. yeah. What's up uh, was better than Budweiser uh, Frogs. Remember Spuds McKenzie? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's championship day. Championship day. Yes. Is that the reason Speaking we're talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah. Man, I tell you. Championship day. Cleveland Browns are going to the Super Bowl. I tell you. Woo, <laughs> Lordy. It's going to be Cleveland Browns and Washington Redskins. The who? Not, the who? The football team. The, the football team. team. What was it? What's that band? Um, the band. What it? There was a group called The Band. Sure. Uh, Shannon doesn't know it. it Shannon, come on. The band? If, if Shannon doesn't I don't know, know the band. I'm, I'm just thinking here, man. Mm. The band? Dale's Googling it. I don't know the band. Google it up. <clears throat> so today we got Payday versus Snickers. That's right. Final round. Everybody's probably like, "Yay, this is finally over." I know. And we had and we had big lunches today too. I did. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm it's a little cool. still still. Hey, are we gonna try that chocolate Payday? Or is that just for you? No, it's not just for me. I can't. Did eat you bring it over here? That's right here. Oh, you know, well, let's try you know, that. That's right here. Boy. We got the chocolate Payday. I just happened to see as we was going through the line the other day, and since the candy bar shootout, I've been looking at candy bars lately. So that's right. It brings gotta, it up. Yeah, absolutely. We'll try. The band. Mm-hmm. 1967. That's a little bit before me. So, yes, the reason you don't know it's, the band. it's pre-70. Shannon doesn't know it. Yeah, the band. I mean, he's got 50 years of music in that head. We may not be able to do that. We may get called out. Yeah. yeah that's called the wait. You may not want to play that. I'm not playing anything. Oh, that's just happening. Oh, now you know. Uh, they use that in, uh, they, they've used that song in several different commercials, actually. It's been used in a couple of different uh, product commercials out there for sure, yeah. but yeah, absolutely. the band. Um, we give all rights and stuff to to them there. We, that's right. We, we we yeah, absolutely. All glory and stuff to the band for that montage. They keep us out of legal trouble. So yeah, today's episode we got the champion. A few things. Yeah, we're gonna go. do the championship round. Right. We've also got Shannon. We've got a pre-recorded episode. Of Shannon going through all the water data for the Tuckasegee area. Like Shannon's monologue. Yeah, twenty five minutes. Like of they do we'll on the, the news shows. That's right. Like the pundits. Yeah. And with that, obviously, you folks are getting windshield time. What we would love for you to do: go ahead and listen to this, and then when you get to your final resting destination, pull out your device, go to YouTube, watch that episode. Of the video we recorded. It'll make more sense when it, you're watching it. It will we've make, actually got the computer yes. screen recorded. You'll see what I'm as I'm pointing out on there, but some really good information. And it's the we we told you we would bring that video out. We we had a chance to record it yesterday, and we just think we're going to incorporate we this that up today. So put it on the page that we find all that data on on the website. Like how to like make sure. a quick little video on how to find the correct stream flow. Gotcha. So it's um, 25 minutes quick. No. no. Okay. We About gotta do something different. Thirty but, uh, seconds. But uh, certainly do that. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to a fishing port uh, here toward the end of the podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe. Um, I think next week we will uh, we'll pull, pull a winner, winner for the Sims Freestone Packs. You still have one more week to get into that as well. Probably next Wednesday it'll get pulled. Pull a winner, not a growing. Well, that's fine. Yeah, next What's Wednesday or so. What would that be? Fifteenth, sixteenth, something, something like, like that. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So we are still open. The shop is open right now. So if you hear something in the background or somebody gets up to answer the phone, we are here to do business. So that's currently what's happening um, also. But uh, I think other than that, you know, that's kind of what the lay of the land is going to be there. But uh, football is is wonky. I know Bobby would come in today wearing his Washington 
Washington. Yeah, it wasn't football team. That's Washington Redskin hoodie, man. I've had that thing since I was like twenty. I just never. Is wear it really? It. I know it is I mean, Reebok. I, I yeah, did you see the Reebok. Yeah, it's a Reebok logo. I mean, there's yeah. not been a lot of reasons to wear. It. <laughs> They're still calling them. The thing that was frustrating yesterday, after we closed and I got home, I was trying to pull the game up oh, and I couldn't get so it mad. anywhere. Regardless of who was playing, it was just a game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, why? Why couldn't they put a game out there for us to watch? Definitely with everything that's going on out there, but it was an interesting week of football in the NFL. Um, of course, my Cowboys play tonight. They'll probably lose. But the NFC East this week so far, you've had the Giants go to Seattle and beat the Seahawks. And then you look yesterday, the uh, you know the uh, football team of Washington under head coach Ron Rivera uh, go into um, Heinz Field and, uh, and, and, and beat the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I know Pittsburgh's played two games in less than a week. I get it. It's it's it is 2020. However, you know in the NFL, you know you're a professional. Um, you're you're there because you can play. And uh, uh, but nonetheless, you know it's it's a loss. The 72 Dolphins, I'm sure, were toasting that yesterday. Of course, is their tradition. I mean, is it any different than playing a Monday night game and then playing Sunday? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. I just different. It's, it's, it's just different days. Kinda. I don't don't know how many players are missing, but everybody's missing players. Yeah, injuries. My Cowboys are much maligned with with injuries, but um, you know, boy, the shocker with the Browns. <laughs> How's it feel to be Jameis Winston? <laughs> you're number two. Now you're not. Yeah, yeah. now you're not. We now you're not. Guy, We're gonna put a wide receiver in in front. Uh, of he's me. still number two. <laughs> yeah, he's still number two. He's still number two. <laughs> That's right. Number four goes number one. He's still number two. He's still number two. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. But he's getting paid. But he's getting paid, right? That's right. He is. He's I mean, he's paid getting like paid. A starter paid. And in, in the news, oh, crab legs. In, in in the news in the North Pole is is that uh, Santa Claus has changed uh, Blitzen's name to, um, uh, you know, to the uh, coaches up there at the New York Jets. What's his name? I got <laughs> blank on his name. I can't remember his name either. Blitzen is now Greg Williams. <laughs> On Dasher, on Dancer, oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah, Comet, yeah. now Cupid, on Greg Williams. He sent everybody. <laughs> he did. did he sent everybody. So yeah. the defensive coordinator, last play of the game, it's Hail Mary, basically. Well, not quite a Hail Mary. He blitzed everybody. How'd that work and, out? And the Raiders mm. threw over it and touched him, won the game. Not too good. He got fired. Shocker. Yeah, Next he was day, fired. Gone. I think he, do you think that was like, that had to be like. I think it was on purpose. They, said it was, they kind of said it was on purpose. It was they, a spite uh, the head coach. Like he knew he was getting canned. Him and, him and the head coach have been. Buttonheads. I think he did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, so Blitzen's now is Greg Williams. Yep. Because he's The Blitzen. imaginary, as Coach Brown called it, your coaching license gets revoked with stuff like that. Does, does anybody know a Jets fan at all? Yeah, Casey. Casey's a Jets Casey fan? Casey is a Jets fan. Fitzgerald? Man. Yes. Is it because of... Look, Casey's from Jersey. Ryan Fitzpatrick, so no connection there. Yeah. But no, he he is, and he yeah, laughs. He, he laughs. He goes, "I'm a Jets fan," and he giggles. Uh, yeah. I mean, he knows. I mean, he he knows. It's not. Hey, but uh, yeah. is anybody a Cowboys league. fan? I mean, I'm like, yeah. Somebody send me a Browns hat for Pete's sake. I'm ready to jump ship. It's like this is the awful Panthers suck. Year. Nobody cares. Well, if <laughs> Bridgewater could hit an open receiver no, in the no, end I've zone, I've been saying all year he's terrible. Shannon, no, 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 he's good. No, no he's I, I didn't say he wasn't. I he's said the coach, the coach, man. No, the coach. It ain't the coach. Exactly. And you were off on the coach at the start, and I'm like, no. But they should well, have beat we'll Minnesota. See. Next year, he might win the Super well, Bowl. I will say that coach had everything to do with Cam leaving. And Cam and the Patriots hung 45 on the Chargers. The Chargers didn't even it's show up. It's the Chargers. Up. I don't care. It's, it's 45 Chargers. points in the National Football League. I don't want Cam. Mm-hmm. The Browns Cam. put up 41. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> can't, can't. No. No. But anyway. Oh, well. College football playoffs are coming. Yeah. College football's coming. College football's coming. Man, the phone's ringing again. Yeah, Championship. Hurry back, Dale. We're about to do some candy We're bars. We're about to do some cutting. candy. So Bobby's going to start cutting some candy bars here and certainly want to thank everybody for for their 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 input, uh, stuff like that that's been happening there. As we get into this, you know, the holiday season's here where folks are coming in and they're purchasing gift cards and calling and getting gift cards. And So if you're looking for something out there for that particular fly fisherman or fly fisher lady, because there's a lot of ladies that fly fish too, um, certainly hit us up. We got some great deals up there on our website. And if there's something you're looking for that's not there, be sure to give us a call. Uh, 1-828-488-3333. We've sent out, uh, you know, there's some things going out of here. There's some packages being sent out. Yeah, uh, don't want to reveal. Man, I went to the post office yesterday Yeah, to, to ship those couple packages we yeah. had. Mm-hmm. 
And them guys, poor guys in the back, man, they have boxes everywhere. I can imagine. And that people were there to pick up boxes, and yeah. they were like, they were apologizing. They were like, y'all don't understand. We can barely walk in the back, like trying to find your oh, wow. box. Oh, wow. And so, like, the line was forever long. It sure. took a while. But, hey, man, shout out to the all the delivery people. Postal, mm. UPS, FedEx, man, it's a it's one of those years where it's going to be tough. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll yeah. just have to have to deal with it. Well, I just think, you know, this year a lot of people doing a lot more online shopping anyway. Yeah, yeah. Just to avoid getting out. Yeah. So it is a, you know, it is, it is a different time for sure. But we do have to really put a huge shout out to those folks. I mean, just getting product to us here at the shop. Yeah. You know, delivering all those boxes. Sometimes those preseason orders, and my gosh, they're hand trucks. They have to make a couple of trips. We mm. It's loaded down. It's a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, absolutely. It a is. lot of stuff. We really appreciate them. Shout out to those those workers behind the scenes that get this product to us. We really appreciate that for sure. But, uh, yeah. They'll, they'll sell on something on the phone. That's cool. This is live action. This is live time. action, folks. Saying, I should turn, turn his camera towards him. Yeah. Should, yeah. Oh, oh maybe a booking a trip. Oh, 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 that's what we're talking about there. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and get the payday cut. Uh, So let's let's go ahead and get the payday cut there. So a lot of, of, um, you know, comments coming in from Idaho. You know, Brian uh, Davenport out there in Idaho has been commenting here. We've we've had – we uh, Andrew is yeah. we've had Andrew commenting here. We've we've had uh, Zachary commenting. Uh, you know, we haven't heard from who was the guy from Italy. We haven't heard. Yeah, from Guido. Guido. You know, Guido, Guido man. I hope you're still doing okay, man. We haven't heard from Guido in a while. Hope yeah. he's hope he's yeah, doing I hope, okay. Like, the no, no, seriously. I mean, we hadn't we hadn't heard from Guido, and um, hope hope he's doing all right. And uh, here toward the end, we're going to kind of talk about a uh, special event. We're going to have a Norvice boot camp as well coming up in February. And, you want to do it now or towards the end? Let's let's do it when Dale's here because I'll screw something up here real quick. But um, but anyway, I'll kind of I'll I'll plant the seed um, in February, and I, it's it's the weekend after um, Valentine's Day, twenty first uh, or something like something that. like that. Yeah. So we're going to have a uh, have a two day event down here at the Best Western River Escapes uh, down in Dillsboro, and we are going to have a new a Norvice boot camp. So you're going to have the owner Tim O'Neill, uh, Tyler. O'Neill will be here as well. Uh, myself and I believe Braden Miller potentially will be here. So we have four Norvice am- ambassadors, one owner of the company. And we're going to do a boot camp uh, just because of the popularity of the demo day we did here at the shop. Uh, and, and you can do this, which is really neat. So you're looking at lodging. You're looking at getting a, a Norvice fly tying system, which would be, a, you know, a, a base, uh, you know, your standard vice and your bobbin kit as well as uh, lodging in there and food and in yep, two days yep. of instruction as well. So it's limited to six slots uh, also. So you'll get like your own individual area, obviously because of uh, social distancing. Yep, yep, yep. You'll have one person demonstrating and then the others will be out helping, but we'll go through everything as far as basically, you know, the vice setup, breaking the vice down, like the inside components of the vice all the way up to you'll, you'll get nymphs, you'll get dry flies, you'll get streamers, uh, just a whole plethora of thing in there, so it's really going to be real intense and a lot of lot of knowledge. I th- I think it's a really good value for the price that we're getting out of this here, and certainly you can give us a call at one eight two eight four eight eight three 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 three. We can discuss that in details. So if you already have a fly tying system, we can look at it differently. The pricing on that a little bit differently. If yeah. You, if you live in the area, we can look at that differently, of course, as well. We'll adjust the price for that. But a lot of those flyers have already been sent on uh, the social media platforms as well and, you know, things like that. But uh, just to let you know, man, we, we do have some consumers here in the shop, so I'm going to fly solo for a minute. We got, uh, man, oh, 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 was that Andrew Dean over there? Man, we got Andrew Andrew Dean right here in the shop over here, one, one of our good customers at Tuck Fly Shop there, good supporter. Man, I tell you. Andrew don't want to get on the podcast. He, he's incognito right now. That's not Andrew. He's supposed to be at work. He's not here. I don't know who that is. That's Daryl Bigfoot. <laughs> Darryl. That's Daryl. What's up, Daryl? Don't want to get him in trouble. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh. Still waiting on Dale. So he wants some Rainbow Warriors. Yeah. You might have to tie some, Shannon. The Rainbow Warriors? Them things don't work. What are you talking about? Get him a few. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm about to start eating candy bars. Yeah. Man, it... 
it's funny once you cut them up, we talk about eating that lunch, and then it's like, man, it does look pretty good, doesn't it? Smell good. Mm. Mm. Smell good. What do you think, man? I'm, I mean, I already know which one I'm probably going to vote for. I think I don't I'm tell. still, I'm, I'm still, you know, I don't want to say undecided, but it's yeah. not like it's not like I'm going into the election knowing who I'm voting for. But yeah, this one's a little bit different because I can go either way. Absolutely, no doubt, man. No doubt. Yeah. Um, other thing too, um, yesterday we, we had a chance to get a lot of recordings done in the shop. So not only will there be the video up about the, um, understanding the Streamflow data, the Duke website as well. Um, we did some stuff on product yesterday. We did just some things there. So look for that coming out there in their uh, product reviews and stuff like that. Virtual guide series type yeah, stuff on YouTube will be coming out as well. And if there's something that you want us to do. Once again, just drop us a line. Let us know. Are yeah, we, if anybody needs a video or how-to or something, we'd do our best to make it work. Yeah, that's so, all we can do, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Hey, we're missing the candy man today. Yeah, I wonder if they'll mention anything to John. Oh, I didn't yeah. even think about it. He was in here earlier, and I didn't even think to mention yeah. um, what was going on there. Yeah, so. no doubt. Yeah, hey, where's John at? Sorry, John, the candy man. That's all right, man. Dale's running around. Daryl might have to be the tiebreaker over here. No, there won't be a tie because he's three of us. That's right. Uh, it depends on it. the, no, this is the Dominion machine. I might not be. vote. No. Oh. I'm going to abstain. You might vote and it might not happen, right? <laughs> Who knows, right? Beats all I've ever seen. So did you watch the uh, any of the college football this weekend? I watched some. Yeah? Yeah. I was a little concerned about my Tigers at first. Yeah. They started they, off they slow. They didn't play very well. They didn't. They started off slow and – um, you know, Lawrence didn't look good. Maybe that's on purpose, man. Maybe so he don't want to be. Notre Dame and Clemson. Maybe he don't want to be. Who's got it? Yeah. Um, my concern right now with Clemson is the defense. Yeah. You know, they're missing a you know some some players on defense. They're hurt. Got a better chance of beating Clemson than anybody else. Um, and um, I look right now the quarterback at Notre Dame is a ball player. Yeah, he, he's a winner. The the, the kid's a winner. Well, he's got the most wins, right? <laughs> he, he actually he has in the he history. Passed everybody. He did. He really did, and that's really a huge compliment because yeah. there's been a lot of good quarterbacks come through that. Think of Joe, Joe, Joe Montana, Thi- and, and uh, Joe Theismann as well. Did he go there? I think Joe Theismann went there potentially. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of a lot of good quarterbacks go through that system um, there as well. And uh, well, what's crazy? I didn't realize Brady Quinn was number one. He beat Brady. Yeah, Quinn Brady. Brady thing. Quinn. I didn't know that. Brady, Brady. You know, Brady Quinn was a big, like he was like. Yeah, he never like, looked as big as the. I guess. But he when really you see was. him, you're like, dude, that kid yeah. and his arm. He's he almost looked like he had been playing linebacker. And he I'm had excited for arm. that game though. What about though? To me, was the Coastal Carolina B Y U? As they, Coastal. They marketed as Conway, the, South Carolina. They, Shout out. Oh, they marketed as the Mormons versus the Mullets. <laughs> And the mullets won. But it was a great – you know, it came down to the final play. It did. Yeah. It came down to the final play. The play was executed on offense, and the defense executed by keeping them out of the end zone. It's almost yeah. like the Titans and the Rams. As soon as it happened, the first thing that, that popped into my mind was that game right there with uh, Eddie George and them, um, you know, in the Super Bowl against the greatest show on turf. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Coastal Carolina is uh, is up there. And then you have this done yet. You making it rain over there? Dude, I've been here 30 minutes and done more business than y'all done all day. Appreciate you. We, that's it. We glad, had, glad I could I, we had to wait for the A-team. I'll make sure to we run had, your payroll. We, we, had to yes. wait, we had to wait for the A-team, baby. What I mean, seriously. We couldn't to, do this without you. We had to wait for the A-team, dude. Got to put this trip in the calendar. Yeah, but I'm super excited for that game next week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I would have watched the BYU game and, and Coastal. That would have been – Was that yeah. the Mormons versus the Mullet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, That's and crazy it, that they said that. Yeah. Oh. I did, like, we can't call it the Redskins, but you can call it the Mormons versus Mullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, and the Mullets won. And, and they were already – so ESPN game day was already coming to, uh, to Conway anyway because it was going to be Liberty – yeah, Liberty and, and Coastal both two undefeated. You know it's both. COVID when that's going on, and um, so um, so but that didn't both happen. In the top twenty, right? Top oh 50. man, I mean, no, they're yeah. So now Coastal's I think what, Coastal 11. eleven. Listen, you play eleven games, you're gonna be ranked. <laughs> well, th- this weekend you got Carolina and Miami and and Clemson. If Clemson would have lost to Vault 
potentially they would have been out of the championship game because they're taking the top the top two teams in the conference this yeah. year. Of course, Notre Dame jumps in one year for football just so they can be eligible to play. Well, so a, um, have playoff. you heard the big issue here with Ohio State is they hadn't played a full schedule. Well, so apparently you like get in the Final Four if you hadn't played the same game. It's right. Playing. There, there is a break point where you have to I'm play have to X, X amount of games, so it it just doesn't work. Hey, how's it going, guys? Let's taste these candy bars real quick. We got to pick them. All right. I tried to get Andrew to hop on here. Dale's uh, so, so Dale, Dale's grabbing the Snickers. All right. So, so we're gonna we're gonna jump we're gonna jump in here to the. Uh, I didn't get to get my boxing match analogy in there, but it's championship round. That's all right. Then I'm bring you like a Rocky. We got a vote for payday from a customer. Uh, we got a payday vote here. Y'all need something back here? So what? I need a payday. Oh, so what are we? Which one are we tasting now? Either one. I just did the Snickers. Uh, let me get a Snickers there, right quick. It's it's cut up, man. If it's all right, you want one right here? Take a piece of that. There yeah. we go. All right, let's see. Y'all can help us figure this out. You can help. You like payday or Snickers better? Yeah, taste the payday after Snickers. Get mm-hmm. the peanut one here. You're not allergic to peanuts, are you, by the way? <laughs> Ma'am, this is at a point here where we find out that our special guest taste tester is allergic to peanuts. Yeah, after we just gave him a piece. <laughs> that go would not an go well. shock, and we have no EpiPens for Pete's sake. All right, I'm going for the payday now. You already taste both, Dale? Yeah. That's Dale, man. We know how Dale eats. I think I need it. Another taste, though. All right, now for the payday. I'm glad this is ending. I've eaten so much candy. Mm-hmm, it's good. Good for you. I like the mounds. <laughs> mounds for the win. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You got a vote here while we're waiting. Mm. What's your vote? I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna go with the payday, mm. over the Snickers, over the Snickers because the Snickers is a little too sweet. But if I want the sweet, I can just get that chocolate payday. I can't get Snickers without chocolate. Oh yeah, we gotta try the chocolate payday before we all. So just saying. Um, <clears throat> man, this is tough. Well, I have to go with the Snickers. Oh, Brad, Bobby's a tiebreaker. So That's what I like to hear. So the reason being. You know the, the payday has got a has got a lot of peanuts in it. It's got the salt, things like that. But for me, I have to, I like I have to have the chocolate. You need the chocolate. I need to have the chocolate. Um. So, learning that obviously there's a chocolate payday, we've learned a lot this this couple of weeks about candy bars. That's multiple duty factor. Right? Hey, Dale. This is the best one so far. What's the pool factor? That's pretty. pretty oh. That's that's up there. Hold that up to the camera. That one's That's up there the, pretty good. It's the chocolate the, payday. The duty factor. Yeah, to some people have commented, they'll never look at a Twix bar the same way after Boy, your I'm, description, I'm Dale. I'm you, I won't eat it. I, oh, I, I can't. The translucency of the white chocolate. Now, that's disturbing. totally different looking right there. Totally, totally different when you cut it. That looks wow. like a Snickers. It's, it's interesting. We might have peanut butter in it. Chocolate. No, it just says covered peanut caramel bar. I have I have an idea for my final vote. That's if, way better than anything we tasted. Wow. That's pretty good. Mm. I think I like the original better, but well, I see. I I need to have the chocolate. That's good. Chocolate payday I have is, to have the chocolate. is on point. Um, man, I, f- I feel this must be what Trump feels like. I feel that power. I get the deciding vote. <laughs> well, at this point, it's a matter of opinion, but, um, yeah, but I mean, if you look at it out of all the choices, I think we kind of narrowed it down to the, to the best two that we had at the time. The wild card last week was that nutrageous, which was really good. Yeah. But I have to tell you. When I found the chocolate payday, I could not find an outrageous. Yeah. So if you start to look, hey, what Shell what, got what what would you find? 
then that does become well, a that, factor. that's the thing. Is like any yeah. store you walk into, there's probably going to be a payday in a Snickers. It's, a Snickers. it's very rare that you won't be able to find unless think, they're just sold out. So I think you'd find payday Snickers, a Hershey's bar, a Reese's cup. Um, you know, those those are like some of your core stuff, and then you and Twix, and you start building off that. But I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm impressed with the chocolate payday, probably more so than the original payday. I think the chocolate kind of softens the saltiness of the of the of the bar itself. Do you, do you kind of get that a little bit? Yeah, I'm not as sold on the chocolate part, but yeah. Really? See, I, I am. All right. Um, Last one. I'm eating two of each just to make sure yeah. that I make the final call right. And it's chocolate. I think it smells a little different than the Snickers chocolate. But it probably is. But it's good. And if you look in there, and I'm showing you this, and a few folks that are not driving are seeing this here. Um if you're jar driving, you're same one. It doesn't seem it. like, at least on this one here, it has as many peanuts. All right. Final decision. Are we ready? You got your sound effect? I'm sure you got something. Dude, I, um, I mean, it doesn't matter at this point. So, Payday. <laughs> no. I'm going to payday. No. Well, I don't. I don't think you can go wrong either way. I think it just really boils down. It does boil down to, to a taste preference, something like that. Just because we have to do it proper, you got to go move it on the board. That's right, I do. But the one thing to keep in mind, though, that we have to understand. Let's say that we are providing these on a trip for someone understanding. You know, this is why we ask: Is there any food allergies? Oh yeah, peanuts. Because people, a lot of people are, are allergic to to peanuts, some peanut butter, things like this. So this would definitely raise a red flag mm-hmm. um, there for sure. So um, hopefully, when they peeled this open and saw that payday, they'd be like, mm, "I might not probably shouldn't have that." Of course, there. But anyway, so payday. I, I don't think we're surprised at that one there at all. I, I don't think that's an the upset. only thing that tipped it because I feel like I love both of them from yeah. Tasta. Mm-hmm. It's the melt factor is. That's the only thing that tipped the scale towards payday. You, you know, and, and and I get you guys on that too, but I, I think that I could I could get past. I think it would hold up a little bit better than we give it credit for. Oh, I think it would too. It'd probably yeah. be fine. I but. think it depends on where we carry it on our body, whether it's in a pack in a back or something. And but um, but you know, it's it's we're a valid not just point. mountain fishing. It's a, a lot valid of people point. are down on the coast sure. doing this. So that's what coolers are for. That's that's true. That's true. Move it, Shannon. Let me move it over. Oh, baby. Everybody gets to see Shannon's best side while we do this. Payday one. <laughs> Got to yell to the customers. Let them know who's winning. Payday. All right. But you know it. You, you know, feel worn out, Dale? Man, Dale's that's crushing it. It's tough to do a podcast when the shop's open, but sometimes that's just what we do. Man, I, I tell you, I think we have to record during business hours more often. It's like, it just, it's like how it is in the shop. Split. Well, it's like we when have, we start recording videos here at the shop. Anytime you get or busy, people start coming in. Like, these guys are about to come in. Watch. Mm-hmm. Nope. Maybe. Maybe. Nope. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right. Let's get back. But, but, it, what, but um, you know, the, the comments coming in, I think most, it, it, you could really tell your front runners were going to be Payday Snickers, the Hershey's Almond, um, there was a few on the zero kick. I, no, um, sorry. Everybody, hey, sorry, there's Scott. a Cinderella in every tournament. There, there is a Cinderella, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And and before I forget, man, happy do you all want this chocolate peanut log, dude? It's good. Shannon <laughs> said the duty factor on that one's pretty high. It's pretty high. Yeah, it is. It is. At least um, it doesn't look like a sex toy. But it's. <laughs> I couldn't say that a minute ago with that little kid in here. <laughs> Doug. Doug said. Oh boy, here we There's go. There's asterisks written all over this. Boy, I tell you now, it's about to pick up, man. The um I just want to give a uh, shout out, man, it uh, Brandon Rainey up in Kentucky just turned fifty. Happy fiftieth birthday, Brandon Rainey. That is, is that your silver birthday? Is that what they call that? I don't know. I look silver. I just hope I make it to it. Silver dollar silver dollar. So happy birthday, Brandon. Somebody will let us know. Absolutely. So what do you think, Dale? You like the chocolate payday? Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, it's like everything you need. I, I think so. I, yeah. I think it's really it, – it covers the bases if you want that chocolate with the peanut, 
You do have the saltiness in there. To me, it wasn't as salty as the payday, standard payday. Mm-hmm. We call it the standard payday. Is that correct? Yeah. Different peanut. You know, I wonder. I mean, could it be? No. Who knows? No. Well, you think they went with a lower quality peanut because you can't see it? Do you think there's a difference? <laughs> oh, here we go. I mean, I mean, yeah. Uh oh. So in a peanut. All right. There's normally like three peanuts in a shell, right? Uh, two or three. Which one of the three tastes better? Mm. Oh, the last one I just ate. I, the one I'm eating. I, I mean, I um, like. I mean, sometimes they're obviously I mean, they come out of the dirt, but right. Which which one grew first? Which one's had more time to age? Like oh. they're they're not going to be the all three the same. How does that work with like a bean? Like there's like a long bean. Every one of those little beans right. inside it. Man, is there a horticulturist out there that can just mm-hmm. educate us? I'm not. Don't ask me a question about plants. I mean, there's somebody speaking of horticulture. I sold my GX to a horticulturist. Oh, moving to California. Yes, mm. and they realize they can't have that V8 like next year, right? Well, <laughs> oh, it'll be like, oh. it's grandfathered. I'm oh sure. my gosh! But um, I don't know. What do you think he's going to grow? <laughs> His business. <laughs> That's a great answer. Shannon. His business. Kids getting the GX. We're leaving Asheville, going to California. The great thing is none of my business how he grows his business. That's it. Oh man, America horticulturalist. Well, did you did you you went over? I was listening partly because I was cutting candy bars, but you went over the whole kind of went over the Norvice boot camp coming. I'm excited. Yeah, so good man. I I put roll. I put in in the blog that roll with it. You know, kind of getting into the Norvice thing is kind of intimidating. Like I agreed. It's, it's, it is. I compared it to learning a language. All right. So I've learned to tie flies with a, one language. Okay. We'll call it. We'll call it English. Okay. Yeah, I think it's fair. Then then Norvice comes in, and it's it's like one of these romance languages. Je ne sais pas. So yeah, I mean, so it, it's like, oh man, that is, mm, sexy, right? <laughs> but I don't know beaucoup. how to say it. Merci beaucoup. Oui, oui, bon, bon. Okay, that's about all I know. So, the way you, the best way to learn a language is to immerse yourself in it. Yeah, and so that's what that's what the weekend's about is just being immersed in the Norvice realm with the experts there. So, I mean, how many times do you get to buy something new and have the people that made it there help to help you figure it all figure out? Figure it out. Yeah, I mean, you don't even get that with Tesla. Yeah, you buy a Tesla, you better read the book. I don't know. They might have something fancy. A video. I bet there's no book in that car. Yeah, it's it's more technical than that. But I'm saying so. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a great. It's point. a total immersion for the weekend, and you know, ten hours. That's going to be the low end. You know, there's going to be a lot of one on one. That goes beyond what what the itinerary says for for instruction. So, yeah. and that's that's actually breaking news to me. I didn't know we were going to have four. Yeah, I think that, yeah, if you look at the uh, flyer that that Tim did, yeah. if it's gone out yet in the email, I knew Tim and Tyler myself, but it, it sounds like Braden's coming, so you're going to have mm. but even you if you have but, but even if you have 3, still you're you're above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if and I've I've done these classes before where you're up there in your time, but you've got to get up and go to this person and then you got to go to this person yeah. and you here you're going to have one person doing this, it's like a third grade craft class, and then you're going to have the other. So if you look at the ratios, no more than six people. Mm-hmm. So if you have, let's say you have three, so that's two assisting out there. But then let's say we got that third person, which is number four, but we got three out there. I mean that's yeah. that's really good numbers. Mm-hmm. But but you're looking at meeting all and exceeding social distance guidelines. That's too, right. By the way, and that that's important as well. So. Um, and then you you look at you know what it includes, uh, but to me, well, they're all riverside rooms. They're all riverside rooms, but How you cool can't you can't. I think you got to get past the number and look at the total value in this. Oh yeah, because you'll forget about that number with the knowledge it's gained, and it just accelerates you to a whole nother level. Man. Yeah, because I mean you're getting lodging, food, that guy that was just in here. device, everything. Yeah. Anthony, he he said he's he's loving it. He's, it, it's, oh, he has one. He has one. It's it's yeah. coming to him faster and faster, and he yeah. said he's really starting to crank some flies. Yeah, yeah he he bought he he bought one from us there. That's awesome, yeah, absolutely. Man. So it Sweet. it it does take time. I totally agree with Dale. 
Yeah. Totally agree with that. It is it is like learning, it's learning another language and it's a you great just gotta immerse yourself in it. Great analogy too, by the way. So yeah. uh, I think we're are we about ready to uh let's jump in this video. Kind of jump into this video here, see if we can do this without Tell them what it is well. again, so, so the video we're going to be doing here for you, you'll you'll hear me and then we'll come back and, and finish this up. This is going to be the explanation of understanding how to read the streamflow data on the USGS site plus uh, myself going over the Duke Energy website with flow releases, um, the secret hidden messages about uh, lake levels and things that Duke's doing, and then also hitting on briefly the Cedar Cliff project and what is what is going on and Who how are long we it takes. On? So what's up? Who are we hitting on? I was hitting on the Duke. Oh, you know, I, I heard you say we're hitting on. I, I did. I I hit on. Uh, I'm not hitting on nobody. I'm married. <laughs> I'm young. 20 years coming up, man. That's awesome. The, the, awesome. Big, the big two O's coming up, man. So a lot a lot of milestones there. So so we're going to switch to that, and, and you'll get that coming in there for sure. So I think that we're about ready to do that, Bobby. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Doing a video, um, trying to educate a little bit about Streamflows, USGS, Duke website, and things that we look at on a daily basis. Uh, so that way you see what we're looking at, and when we're describing that information to you, you have a much, much better understanding. Then you can make an informed decision on whether you know the flows are right for you to, to come and fish, whether you're waiting or floating, because it's a lot of information. Right here behind me, you should see our board that we keep in the shop, and it's basically a small selection of some of the creeks and stuff in the area. We can't put them all up there, but these are ones that we commonly get asked questions about. And we take the data off what I'm going to show you here and we put on this particular board. And, and Dale or Bobby or myself, we try to get this posted at least Monday through Friday up on our social media platform, I think on the story, so like on Facebook and Instagram. We put that information up early in the morning there for you so you can quickly take a look at it. But let's say that you don't have access to that and you're trying to do some research on your own and you go to the computer. What we're going to do is I'm going to be you and we're going to dive into the computer screen here momentarily and you'll be able to see the screen and see what we're looking at. Okay. So uh, once we get here to our computer screen, as Bobby's switching that over, this here is the USGS current conditions for North Carolina. So what we do is we type in, I type in NC Streamflow data, which brings us up to this particular screen. Now, when it comes up, you're going to have a lot of the watersheds in North Carolina. But we want to scroll down toward the bottom, and this is going to get us into that Tuckasegee area down here that we're looking for. So one of the most common questions we get asked is, what is the, the CFS here on the Tuckasegee River? So the first one that we look at is the Tuckasegee River at State Road 1172, which is near Cullowee. Um, if you look here, it was updated at a quarter after the hour. The last update was at 12.15 uh, Eastern Standard Time. And this number right here, 741, that is the cubic feet per second flow of that particular river at that gauge at this time. Um, now, there's a lot of factors that go into that here momentarily, and we'll describe that to you. But I want to come over to the far left, and I'm going to click on this blue tab right here. And when I do that, it's going to take me to another screen. Uh, here, you're going to see some information that's available for this particular um, site at this gauge itself. One is going to be your discharge. There's a little graph right here or box matrix which tells you what the information is. So here, if we look, the most instantaneous recent value was at 741. If we look to the far right, back in the history of this right here, the highest flow recorded was in 2012 was 892. But if you look to the left, you kind of see what your, your average would be. So we are above average for this time of year for this particular flow. Uh, down below that, you do see your gauge height. The gauge is if you have a tape measure per se, and you are measuring as the water comes up, that's what it's doing. You can see how it dropped down a little below four and a half feet here, and now it's risen up nearly to six feet. So you can see how much we, we gained, um, not quite two feet of height as far as the depth of the water right there, but that's because of Duke Energy releasing water. So in this particular gauge here, this is what we're looking at. Now, we do have a saying for the Tuckasegee that east is the beast and the west is the best. 
your East Fork flow when Duke releases water is usually around 500 cubic feet per second. West Fork is usually around 225. You combine both those together and it's going to be quite a bit more water. At 741 CFS, there are a few places above the island on South River Road that would be weightable, but you really, really need to know that stream bed really well. You need to use a weighting staff and you have to exercise caution, of course. We're probably not going to take you out there at that flow, uh, but we would float it at that flow. That's no problem. So let's take a look at the gauge on Birdtown, the kind of lefty gauge. Currently, it's flowing at 587. We just recently received over an inch of rain. So I'm going to come here to this particular gauge because it shows us quite a bit more information. So once again, I'm going to come to the hyperlink tab over here beside the kind of lefty. Click on that. It's going to take me to another site. And if you look in this particular area here, it gives us quite a bit more parameters that we can look at on this particular site. First of them is going to be water temperature. I do like to know what water temperature is doing because it does help me understand what the fish may be doing, how they could be reacting. The other thing that this site has, it also has dissolved oxygen. It has uh, pH levels. It has turbidity. Turbidity would be um, the fact that you're looking at, you know, how dirty is the water. Just remind you folks, the shop is open as I'm going through this here, so you may have, hear some people talking in the background. But, uh, but if you look through here, I'm going to go over here and hit go, and it's going to pull up these other parameters for us. Um, the first thing you've seen, I selected the water temperature, and that's going to be my first graph. So currently you can see the water has actually risen a little bit this morning, the water temp rather. So we're, we're not quite 44. We're getting close to that 44 degree temperature range. Um, so that you know kind of tells me what I need to be expecting as far as the reaction of the trout out there today. Uh, you can see the dips that we had. Uh, back here on November 30th, you can see we were close to 50. And then by the 2nd of December, we dropped down a little below 37 degrees right through there. So you can see how those nighttime temperatures really affected that. The other thing that we're looking at here is we look at the discharge. This is mother nature. There's no dam up here where this particular gauge is. This is stuff coming out of the Great Smoky Mountain National Park, such as your kind of lefty, Bradley Forks, Kephart, Kanati Fork, uh, places like that, Soco Creeks, um, all your water up Big Co, which is Raven Fork, Straight Fork. All of that has flowed into this particular area, and this gauge is down around Old Highway 19 as you drive outside Cherokee on your way into Bryson City. Um, so as we scroll down a little bit more, you see that, um, once again, that particular chart that gives you some basic information in there. The average should be around that, you know, in that 400 um, type in there. And you can see the gauge height. You can really see how it spiked when we got that rain that came through here the other night. You see how it spiked? Now, I caution you that this time of year, the water does not drop as fast as it would, you know, July 12th because we don't have vegetation sucking up the groundwater and you don't have the evaporation going on because it's not as hot. So you can see that curve, they talk about flatten the curve with COVID, but when you start to flatten the curve with the water, it takes quite a bit longer this time of year as it would in the spring or summer, of course. Here, dissolved oxygen, you can see how that is. The colder the water is, the more oxygen is actually in the water, which is healthier for the trout. Then you can also see here turbidity and with the turbidity, once again, you can see the day that it rained, that we got over an inch. You see how the water got discolored, and you can see how it's really cleared up. So this particular um, graph here has a lot of information on it. And understand that the reason why all this stuff is not on all the sites is because it takes funding to have these particular sensors uh, in these particular stream gauges where they select this or they... I don't say select, but they monitor this information. So the um, Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians uh, provide some funding for this particular station here, which why, that's why there's quite a bit more parameters for this and more information. It's all good information, okay? Uh, one of the things that you'll notice that I put on our information for us, too, is some temperature gauges for the National Park. So I look at Cataloochee Creek, which is in Haywood County, and I come up here to the left and I click on that. 
on this particular gauge it does have me it gives me a chance to select the water temperature and by doing so I do that and I go hit go and then it's going to pull up that information right here and you can see how that water has been uh, been assigned your soil to wave right here of course and that's all relative to your air temperature um, as you can see right here uh, we're 41 a little over 41 it's going to get down in the low 20s tonight so I'll look for that temperature to drop back down around 38 just based upon um, just being born and raised here once again you can kind of see how when the rain it spiked up you can see how it's fallen you can kind of see it's not falling real rapidly it rises rapidly and this time of year it kind of it doesn't fall as fast once again a lot of good information here you know we should be sub sub 100 cfs this time of year that is a weightable flow up there in the Catalucci valley um, but you can see how how high that gauge went up here too so it was around two and a half feet it spiked up um, over three feet and it's coming it's all the way back down right there okay so you can see that information um, it's out there this is what we look at to kind of make us look smarter than we actually are the Nantahala River at Hewitt this is the section that they are actually paddling in that lower Nantahala area there is not a gauge on the upper of course but this is your lower Nantahala Hewitt right here but uh, certainly understand this is your gauge height and this is your CFS and this is like your mean median over here to the far right hand side here on that so depending let's say that you're living um, in Transylvania County and you want to look at something uh, over here you get into the upper French Broad area you've got the you know the French Broad River at Rosman information here you got some Davidson River information Haywood County you got the West Fork of the Pigeon uh, this is the one we look at this is the one above Lake Logan there that's a fishable flow of course there as well some of these have temperature gauges not all of them do uh, but the ones that do it's really good to know that water temperature before you head out so you can see all the way down through the state of North Carolina and you can use this information nationwide because there's these um, gauging stations all over the United States so potentially if you're in Colorado you can pull up you know stream flow data for Colorado for the particular watershed potentially you could have that information there as well the other part of the equation um, that people ask about and I think this is the most confusing is that what is Duke Energy doing and how does that affect the water that I'm going to be fishing so all I do is I come up here to my plus tab and I type in Duke Energy flow release schedule and just click on that and you can see it pulls up for me I'm going to come here to this particular page and basically instead of typing in duke-energy.com backslash communities and backslash lakes just type in you know flow release schedule and it's going to come to this particular page here you see the little kid here kayaking looks like he's having a good time out there but underneath it there's some information we need to be made aware of um, the one that we get asked a lot are they releasing water so we come over here and we click the flow release link and when that opens up you notice here immediately it gives us the Catawba area we want to come to this drop down menu and select Nanahala Takasiji area here's the meat and potatoes of this whole thing here folks we have an East Fork and a West Fork let me I want to be clear with you and it's confusing the water when it flows through Webster Cullowee Webster all the way down to Bryson City that's not a fort no more that's just your Takasiji River the West Fork is coming out of Lake Glenville and your East Fork would be comprised of like Bear Lake, Wolf Lake, Cedar Cliff Lake, Tennessee Lake, Balsam Lake. They actually meet up up there around um, up in the Tuckasegee community area. That's where the East and the West converge. So everything downstream north of there actually because the Tuckasegee is a northerly flowing um, body of water. That is it's not a fort no more. It's just the Tuckasegee River. So here you see it gives you a three-day window of what potentially they could be doing. So today for the 7th, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. And it's showing on the 9th, no flow release. Now this can change without prior notice or warning. And that decision is made in Charlotte, North Carolina. Determining factors would be the amount of rain we've got, 
work and maintenance and upgrades that could be going on at any of the dams or the lakes or shoreline management, a flood control uh, as well, and the need for power. As we get into wintertime, as more people are you know, heating their homes and stuff, power demand increases, of course. And for those Clark Griswolds of the world, we know what happened when you decorate your home. You know, the nu nuclear plant goes offline and you just lose all the power. So you need this. The West Fork would be Lake Glenville. This would be coming down Highway 107. So if you left Sylvan, you drove south up toward Cashers, you go right past this up here. Beautiful lake, too. They're showing 5 a.m. to midnight, basically, um, for the next three days. Once again, subject to change. And then the Nantahala, as I mentioned earlier, this is the lower section. You can see their flow schedule here. I will caution you that they could have a no flow release here. That does not necessarily mean that no water is dumping through. Um, if they're not generating power, they don't put that there. So be sure to pay attention to what's happening on your stream gauge, as well as this particular site here too. Kind of works hand in hand. So you kind of see that. One of the things I want to point out to you, too, is where there's a lot of information. It's called Current Lake Levels webpage. If you click on this here, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to take you to current lake levels. And this is going to be all of these lakes here in North Carolina that Duke Energy has something to do with. So we're going to select the Tuckaseegee Nantahala area. Or my bad, it says Nantahala slash Tuckaseegee area. I guess it's alphabetical order. Um, and you're going to see a graph here with a lot of information on it. Um, Tennessee, you, you see all the lakes that's in that particular area right here. So you see your actual lake height, your target, minimum, maximum. We're definitely not in the drought stage, so you see the ND right there. Range, and then date, lake message updated. This is really important. So let's start here with the actual. So if we come over here, we see at Cedar Cliff is currently at 63.6 feet. The target normally would be 98, the minimum would be 96, and a maximum at 100. Um, I know that there's some work going on, and I'm going to get into detail with, with you with that here in just a moment. If we look at Lake Glenville, it's at 86.8, target is 90, with a minimum of 85. But if we go to the far right-hand side, we see that they've posted a message on November the 4th at 10.54 a.m. So click on that message. And then you see a um, area here with a red alert that comes up. This is where we look at to see if they're going to be doing any bypasses, um, things like that that could affect the, the water flow negatively or positively for us here. But if you can see here real quick in the first two sentences, basically starting on the 9th, Glenville will be lowered to perform maintenance on the spillway gates. Um, they wanted to get the lake down 12 to 15 feet by November 20th. I knew that didn't happen based upon the tropical systems there. But it tells you that it's basically a three-week lake drawdown. Uh, boat ramps will remain in service. Um, you know, the drawdown and the time required to refill the lake will depend on weather conditions and river inflows, yada, yada, yada. But there's a lot of good information here that you need to be made aware of. So when you're Diving into information to make a decision on what you're going to do, be sure to visit this area, especially if you've had a lot of rain. If we scroll down, there's a nice little graph here, blue for water, of course, but you can see where it was here at this point, it was 87.6, and we come over here now, it's at 85. Um, so you can kind of see what's happening with that uh, water there as well. Now, here's the crazy thing about this. If you go back, it takes you back to the Catawba, so you have to hit that drop-down link once again. Nantahala, a real, real popular area to fish. If we click over here right fast, it's going to tell us that the lake will be managed below 78 feet through the remainder of the year. Uh, a spillway gate is open at the dam and will spill when lake levels are above 81 feet. So knowing that if the lake gets above 81 feet, water is just going to start coming over. Um, but as of right now, we're not at that particular point. And if we got rain coming in, this may be something you want to take a look at. So this is the area where we go to kind of look and, and see what's happening on the lakes. And this is where I find all that little information that you folks are asking me about on the telephone or any of us here. That's kind of how we educate ourselves and know what's going on. Now, 
Some of you folks may or may not know this, but Duke Energy has been doing some upgrades and stuff up here um, for the relicensing agreement that is required by the federal government. And back at our homepage here for uh, Duke's Lake and Recreation, if we scroll down to the bottom here, I want to look at this permits and shoreline activities. I'm going to hit that link here. And then I want to look at what's going on here in the Nantahala area here. So we want to click that. And you see this nice pretty picture right here. Over here, if you look at your shoreline management plans, it gives a lot of information on what's going on with that. But let's look over here to underneath the related links. Let's look at fall 2019 Cedar Cliff Lake drawdown. So I'm going to click that tab. And it's going to bring us to another screen here that you can print if you want to. But this is important because this is a two-year project. Um, basically, it tells you that the drawdown at Cedar Cliff Lake is planned starting in early September 2019 and that the lake would be lowered approximately 40 feet below full pond to perform required maintenance at Cedar Cliff Dam and that the construction is estimated to take approximately 24 months. Well, we know how that works out sometimes, right? Um, so lake residents are being provided advance notice to allow us as such time for possible to prepare for the drawdown. Um, this has been a sore subject for a lot of people there. And uh, once again, I remind you that we are open and we got some folks in here doing business. Yeah, we like it. That's what we need. But um, this is something you need to be made aware of. Um, you can see right here that this is going to take about 24 months. Um, the boat ramps at Cedar Cliff are unusable. Um, here, so you can see that we're basically a year into this project and we've had a lot of rain. I don't really know where they're at in the status of completing this, but they are basically, they're modifying the existing auxiliary spillway channel. They've got to install a new gate system and install an eight and a half foot concrete wall along the crest of the dam. I don't know where they're at on that. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not there on the job. I can't tell you that. So this is part of what we're going to have to deal with for another 12 months potentially based upon what's uh, going on here with with the rain and things like this this here is part of what uh, the relicensing agreement was and this is some things that the federal government requires out of the power company and as they as they do these things it's for the safety of, of folks downstream to make sure that you know we don't have an issue with the dams and things like that. It's definitely safety issues, and we do have to kind of just deal with it and live with it. Um, but these are things that will affect that flow, and you need to be made aware of. Um, they don't want you to walk in the door and you, you drive you know three hours to fish it, and that's the only place you want to fish and it not be fishable. These are some things that are affecting that. So hopefully you understand this. And they do make this information available. You just have to go readily find it. That's the thing. Um, it's there. And um, that's how we look like geniuses, even though I'm not a genius. My wife would tell you that. So well, I think a lot of our significant others might tell us that. I did find, I got asked one day, you know, you know, a cubic feet per second. One cubic feet per second equals 448.83 gallons per minute. That's a lot of flow. So when we say exercise caution out there, water is powerful, it's dangerous, just be made aware of that. Make a very, very smart decision. Don't make an emotional decision on whether you want to hop in the water or not. Within doubt, back out. You know, there's other places to fish other than the Tuckaseegee that are close by here in Jackson County. Uh, and even some delayed harvest that's not necessarily in Jackson that are close by that you should check out and fish. That's basically controlled by Mother Nature. So I hope this helps you folks here quite a bit. Um, just a recap, you know, Duke Energy Flow Release Schedule, which gets you to this particular website. And then, of course, the NC Streamflow data, which will get you to this particular site. On our website, tuckflyshop.com, we have a hyperlink tab as well, which will uh, get you to that. Uh, also, I'm going to type that in here right quick. It pops right up. A lot of good information on here anyway that you should be made aware of. Um, but uh, let's see here. We got our online store, our blog, tutorials, book a trip, and of course our new travel tab. So you need to be made aware of that here. But let's go over here to 
let's see here did that travel upstream oh, flow and releases there it is i having a blonde moment i'm not blonde but you can see right here streamflow cfs and release schedule you can come here click this and it'll take you to that particular site and we've basically put a little bit of information here for you as well the one thing and i hesitated to do this and my apologies is let me go back here to the um the flow for the takasiji the takasiji in Kalawi and bryson city bryson city will always be greater than up here um but with that being said, the Takasiji delayed harvest stretch in Bryson City is quite a bit wider. So 1,720 is not the same as 1,720 in Cullowee. At 1,720, there are some places you can fish down there in the Bryson City area um, that you can wade and fish. Okay, If we're at 741 in Bryson City, you're like, where's all the water? Um, but it's a different it's relative to where you're at based upon the width of the water you're you're fishing okay as the water spreads out it's the same way up here at the west fork of the pigeon that's a really really wide watershed in certain places so a 300 flow in some places would be fishable where in other places it would not be so it's all relative to the fishery and the stream bed that you're in at the time so i want to point that out to you there and i just kind of got you know think seeing a bryson city that kind of um kind of made me think about that there right quick and since we're in a website here you can hit our home you can get into our new travel tab right here it talks about our uh, montana trip if you're looking to get out west and do some fishing be sure you check that out um, as well um, those trips are filling up there quite quite quickly so anyway there's our website tuckflyshop.com you can link that way to it or you can do the other two ways so hopefully that helped you folks there i know that was a little bit longer video than normal but I feel like it's one that's important. And, and hopefully at the end of the day, this makes you have a little bit better understanding. If you still have questions, just give us a call. 1-828-488-3333. Or stop by the shops. Uh, you know, 3 Depot Street, Bryson City. We're right across from the train depot. We have a real big brown trout out front. Don't be confused by the uh, other shop down there. Uh, we are the, uh, the oldest fly shop in Bryson City. You know, your Sims and Orvis and all those good dealers like that. That's us, Scott, and everything. Uh, and then, of course, here in Silva, 530 West Main Street, Silva, 28779. The phone number, you may think you're calling Bryson City. If the phone is busy, it'll ring the Silver or vice versa. Um, I know that confuses some people sometimes, but we, we can help you one and the same at either location. Follow us on Facebook, uh, certainly on Instagram. Uh, and be sure to listen to our podcast, which is the Tuck Cast with a Splash of Bourbon. You can find that on all the major podcasting platforms out there. And, uh, ooh, there's some cool information right there. You're seeing it. So depending on when this video goes live, that's pretty cool to check out. So um, just hit us up. We're here for you. We appreciate you folks. If it wasn't for y'all, we wouldn't be, be here. So with that, I think we're all done. You have a question, hit us up, info at tuckflyshop.com, or give me a call. This is Big Mess. You folks take care. I hope y'all catch a lot of fish. This is all Big Mess approved, of course. Y'all take care. All right. Well, that was the first time we've uh, done a pre-recorded thing on the podcast. So hopefully all that comes through right because I really don't want to have to redo it all. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for sticking with us. And, and the reason why we did that was just because the way we had to do this podcast today during working hours. And I think you folks realize we are a functioning fly shop. Uh, we do a lot of this stuff after hours, which kind of bites into our family time. And, and, and our family sacrificed that, and we're very fortunate for that. But it is important. We enjoy doing it. You folks, this feedback is huge. Um, so that video um, will be going up live here pretty soon. So obviously when this goes live, uh, if you're driving in your car, you know, we do put the podcast video up on YouTube so you can watch this and then get that video, but we will have a separate video with that information specifically. Yeah, we'll put it up on, on YouTube too. As, uh, and YouTube as well. Cause so, it is great info and it's easier to watch the screen and see where you're going, where you're clicking, all that stuff. And then you can get on that Duke site and go to town and learn a lot of stuff. Yes. So. Absolutely. A lot of information, a lot of the questions that we get asked on a daily basis there. And hopefully that will uh, give you a better understanding. And often people ask, Hey, you've got inside information. How do you get that inside information? They're like, we ain't got no insider information. It's just the facts that, that we just kind of know a few other places to look if, if there's a question. So that's kind of how we do that. 
And just want to leave you with that there this evening is is that information is there, especially I think that's real important about that uh, segment is uh, the project that they're doing at Cedar Cliff Lake. You know, we tried yeah. to explain that to people. It's there in black and white. You know, we're not making that up. It's there. Um, you know, we get as much frustrated as you do if you drive here to fish from somewhere. We understand. Uh, so we have trips booked, too. Yeah. And, and so we we deal with it as well. So we're no different than you are. We're not immune to it. So hopefully that will help you have a better understanding. I'm glad to close out the uh, candy bar shootout, the first candy bar shootout. Cause sugared out. I'm sugared out. Especially, you know, some of those at the first rounds, man, that was a lot of candy we tasted. I'm sugared out. It was fun. And was, now you're going home and your wife's baking. She said she was going to be baking, and she baked some snickerdoodles the other other evening, and, and they were pretty tasty. So, you know, it's kind of, you think about, you know, football going on and, uh, you know, in December and, you know, yeah. baked goods happening in the kitchen. It just kind of, it's a hand in hand, right? It works. It works, man. Yeah. It works. So that's cool, man. And uh, anything else there, Bobby, before we kind of close this thing out? No, man. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and close this thing out, folks. We we certainly appreciate you as always. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Folks, that wraps up another exciting and informative episode of the Tuckcast with a Splash of Bourbon presented by Tuckasegee Fly Shop. Remember, Tuckasegee Fly Shops has locations in Bryson City and Silver, North Carolina. Be sure to follow the crew on Facebook at Tuckasegee Fly Shop. Instagram at Tuck Fly Shop and YouTube at Tuck CG Fly Shop for the latest information and instructional videos. Be sure to visit TuckFlyShop.com for all things fly fishing in Western North Carolina and beyond. Remember, the online store is always open. If you have a question or comment, feel free to send them at info at TuckFlyShop.com or just give us a call 1-828-488-3333. For Coach Dell Diesel Collins, Bobby the Bearded Wonder Bennett, I'm Shannon Big Mess Messer. You folks take care, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Catch a few fish out there, won't you?